This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Florida Standard. Uh, we wanted to know what your thoughts are on the rumored Trump indictment and if you have any role in it. Um, if charges are brought on him, will you have any role in extradition to New York? Thank so you. I've seen rumors swirl. I have not seen any facts uh, yet, and so I don't know what's going to happen. But I do know this. The, the Manhattan District Attorney is a Soros-funded prosecutor. And so he, like other Soros-funded prosecutors, they weaponize their office to impose a political agenda on society at the expense of the rule of law and public safety. He has downgraded over 50% of the felonies to misdemeanors. He says he doesn't want to even have jail time for the vast, vast majority of crimes. And what we've seen in Manhattan is we've seen the, sky, the, the crime rate go up and we've seen citizens become less safe. And so you're talking about this situation with, and look, I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to, to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office. And um, I think that that's fundamentally wrong. Governor DeSantis, you're better than this. That was a weasel approach. And don't give me the, don't, don't throw in a thing about the porn star. I don't need to hear it from you, okay? Don't need to hear it, okay? Uh, Mike Lindell, the Election Crime Bureau report, sir. Well, first of all, uh, DeSantis is the Trojan horse we thought he was. Uh, I just want to put that out there, how disgusting he is. Um, he Remember, everybody, he met with Dominion lawyers on uh, finding, figuring out a way to make it easier to sue people for defamation like my pillow and Mike Lindell. Um, if they arrest uh, our great President Donald Trump, um, hands down, he, um, he wins the 2024 election. Okay, welcome. It's Monday, 20 March, Year of Alert 2023, 20th anniversary of the invasion of Iraq. World financial system is burning down, except for your money. Your money's being thrown into the dumpster fire nonstop. Uh, the inflation is going to explode. You're, you're the, the um, how do I say this, the uh, regressive, the most regressive tax in the world, the inflation tax is going to be on you because you're underwriting all this. Of course, she and Putin have had a great first day, kickoff day. We'll get to all that. Uh, uh, Mastriano is going to join us, the senator. They've had an incredible hearing down in um, you know, over in Pennsylvania on East Palestine, lest we forget. Uh, we're going to get to that. we got so much. And, you know, I hate doing this stuff because we have important things to do. But 
Uh, we have to spend time on this. Okay, we have to spend time on this. So we are going to spend time on it. I'm going to have, I got John Fredericks, I got DC Drano, I've got the great Richard Barris. Uh, which, Richard Barris got incredibly perceptive uh, tweets up today I want to talk to him about. It. And Boris is going to join us. So we're, we're going to go through this and talk about the importance of it. John Fredericks, you know, I, here's the thing the more I listen to it, the matter I get. With everything going on in the world and how they, remember, I saw this, some guy tweeted this the other day. Some guy didn't have a lot of followers, but it was one of these perceptive guys. And he said, the elites are showing you, the, the, the people in charge of the apparatus are showing you by what they're trying to do here with, uh, with Alvin Bragg and these guys, that uh, they don't care if this tears the country apart. They don't care. In fact, they kind of want the country to turn, turn apart, and they will just govern the ashes. That's what it shows. And, uh, you know, I'm going to get back to the CCP and their involvement in all this stuff, um, you know, no, tomorrow or the next day. They get into detail about New York and the prosecutors and all that. But the more I listen to this, the matter I get. It's just such a cheap shot. It may be, and they're going to say, which Trump takes cheap shots. Yeah, but he, he, that's Trump. <laughs> it's different. This is a rehearsed. They worked on this all over the weekend. Just remember, the guy that stood up there, and all you DeSantis fanboys, I've been saying this for a while, the guy that stood up there is a complete uh, puppet to the consultants, the D.C. consultants, and particularly the money of the big money of the Republican Party. Because you heard him laughing right there. I'm going to have that thing cut up. But to, to do the porn star hush money twice, okay, with everything that's going on with our country burning down, it just shows you... And I, he's just not ready for prime time. John Fredericks, your thoughts, observations, sir. Steve, these are defining moments for candidates, for leadership. The test of leadership is very simple. It's the ability to stand alone and let history come to you. Governor DeSantis had an opportunity today to really tell us what he's about. And he certainly did. He had an opportunity to stand in the gap and instead, he came up with this word salad, consultant speak, weasel language, and then threw Trump under the bus with some kind of a dig that was rehearsed that had nothing to do with anything. Basically, what you saw today, Governor DeSantis came up a day late and a dollar short. And I got to tell you the other thing. When he had an opportunity to simply say, hey, I'm standing with working people. I'm standing against anybody, including and especially our former great president, to be put up on these phony charges, weaponizing government, because today it's about Trump, tomorrow it's about you and me. And he never said that. He weaseled his way out of it. It's all consultant speak. And I tell you what, you look at the, I'm telling no, you, no, you're going to look at the poll on. numbers hang on. over here's, the next several here, here's, days. Here's this a, guy is going to tank. We're, we're, yes. He's already tanking. The oxygen is coming out of the whole thing, and they know that. That's why you see Youngkin's going to New York to have meetings with donors, Youngkin's in Dallas. Youngkin's guys are not dumb. They understand that you've already seen peak DeSantis. But just to tell you, I want, you to, I, I want to show people inside the tent what happens. They focus grouped this and thought it through with the consultants all weekend. They had three words. Three words they wanted in there multiple times. Soros, porn star, hush money. Right? Because later he would say he's the only guy stoned a Soros DA out. 
porn star and hush money. And this is what they, they did without ever saying Trump's name or really getting to the heart of it. So uh, very disappointing. But it's these clarifying moments. It's time to – and I've said nobody's going to beat Trump. The, the rest of the Keebler elves are not even relevant. They're completely irrelevant. Um, only DeSantis has kind of gotten some traction. And that, that – and you had – I think you've already had peak DeSantis. You certainly will have it after today. One of the things that people like Governor DeSantis have to understand, for you to win, you must have 100% of MAGA show up, 100%. And as you know, uh, with Governor Yunkin in the Commonwealth of Virginia, John Fredericks, where you did the work of bringing MAGA out, you have 105% of MAGA show up and a guy can win, right? A guy who's not MAGA. You have to have 100%. I shot like twice saying porn star and hush money. 10% of MAGA will never vote for you, ever. Impossible. 10%. Just to say, I write this guy off. That's how, that's how, that's how, you know, fervently they hold President Trump. And for whatever reason, it is what it is. It is what it is. And you take it, as I call it up on Getter, a cheap shot from the cheap seats, right? If you're going to come in and trash a guy, stand up and trash him. But what people are looking for in politics today, Fredericks, particularly you went through the catastrophe in your own life in 2008. Because this burning dumpster fire is going to cut like a sith through grass on people's careers, their jobs, their homes, all of it. People want authenticity. They want fighters. And they want authenticity. Don't, don't have – that thing today was so – as you said perfectly, uh, John Fredericks, this was consultant and focus group. They did it all over the weekend, put it together. This was consultant-driven. Sir, uh, before I lose you, John – where do you think where do you think DeSantis goes from here? Well, I think he'll never get the MAGA group back. He's basically done. I mean, he had a choice today. He had to make it. He spent 72 hours with his consultants in D.C. trying to craft the perfect thing to say. They think they're cute. It was a disaster because, as you say, people want authenticity. And he had a chance today to stand in the gap. And he didn't do it. He did the quite opposite. That was a slap in the face. Hush money, Stormy Daniels, that has nothing to do with what is going on tomorrow in New York. Absolutely zero. And he knew that. So I don't know where he goes from there. Because for the rest of my life, for the rest of my life, when I think of Ron DeSantis running for president, I'm going to think of this press conference and how he had an opportunity to have my back like Donald Trump did when I was homeless. And what did he do? He stabs us in the back, no. brings up Stormy Daniels, no. and he thinks he's cute. Yeah. This is the kind of guy that I want leading my 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 no. country. No. I don't no. think so. If Yunkin, you in you nail the other thing. You're so far ahead of this, Steve. If Yunkin is smart, Yunkin said nothing. He's not running for president. He doesn't have to. If he's smart, he go meets with the same donors, and he's like, "Hey, if you want a, a real alternative, this oh, guy's." Yeah. By the way, this guy's done. He, 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 okay. He's done. Let me give you so some insight. So call one eight hundred. Let me give you some insight. Glenn By the way, Yunkin should have come out. That was a mistake. However, Yunkin's been doing the internal polling. Yunkin's already gone to New York City. Had a couple of big lunches and dinners with the big donors. He's already gone to Dallas, Texas. He's going to the big money. And his pitch is his pitch is this: Santos is too much of a stiff to uh, to really break through here. And he's 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 the Scott Walker. Of this cycle. John, how do people get to you, the show, social media, all that? Also easy, at JF Radio Show. At JF Radio Show, we're going to be with Stephen K. Bannon and War Room, NRAV, 
on March 28th and 29th in East Palestine. Two live show there, town hall meetings the whole time. They've been abandoned. And when push comes to shove, I want you to remember who's going to East Palestine. Is it Ron DeSantis? No. Who went? Donald J. Trump, John Trump. Frederick, Stephen K. Bannon, and Rob Sigurd, RAV. That's who's going to East yeah. Palestine, Steve. Well, Ed, Henry, and Karen are going to join us. We're going to get to hopefully get Pasovic there. John, thank you so much, and thank you for putting together East Palestine. By the way, Senator Mastriano is going to be on at the bottom of the hour. Uh, Barris, I want to get you on for a second before I bring in Boris, because I want Boris to comment on what you say. I'm going to do your polling after Boris punches. But your tweet today was absolutely brilliant about Scott Walker in that debate. Walk me through that scene. Set that scene up, because that's so analogous to what happened here today. Walk me through your tweet, sir, about Scott Walker and Donald J. Trump. So, you know, Steve, I'm watching DeSantis today and he's talking. It was clearly a canned question. Without a doubt, they gave that reporter that question and they had all weekend to work on it. And I'm looking at it and I'm thinking this reeks of something I can't put my finger on. And then it dawned on me. This is Scott Walker, second presidential debate when he said, Mr. Trump, we don't need an apprentice in the White House. All of the donors in the room, for those who didn't see, weren't there, the camera didn't turn around, all the big donors, all the GOP establishment class got up, they erupted from their seats, yeah, clapping like crazy, and his campaign was dead 48 hours later. This is what these people- He's gone. He's gone. gone. And and by the way, that was courtesy of the same people that are lining up behind Ron DeSantis right now. George Will's wife took the reins of that campaign. She ran it into the ground. And this is the this is the group now that's surrounding Ron DeSantis. They're off to the side during the press conference going, good one, Ron. Good one with the Stormy Daniels thing when they don't realize that the MAGA just revolted. Hold it. I want to I want to correct John Fredericks, the one to correct and even you. He didn't say Stormy Daniels, porn star hush money, porn, porn star, star hush money. Barris, hang right there. Of all the analysis that came out on Twitter today, it was Richard Barris that dug back in history and got the key moment, the Scott Walker second debate. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to get Boris in here to get his assessment of New York, also to get his assessment uh, in Georgia. They're making a big deal. It's going to be conspiracy. Unfortunately... The grand jury they have ain't a grand jury can do anything. So now they got to go back to another grand jury. Why is it that they're moving heaven and earth to get Donald J. Trump? Just ask you out there. Why? Why are they? Why are they trying to get this Trump guy? Why are they doing everything to try to get Trump? Everything, everything is humanly possible, and some not even humanly possible. Boris Epstein joins us after a short commercial break. DC Drano, Richard Barris, all of it. Buy gold and get a free safe to store it in. That's right. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. And guess what? It's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Let me repeat that. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Whether physical gold and silver in your own safe or through an IRA in precious metals, where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. 
Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text Bannon to 989898. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. about this situation with and look i don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to to secure silence over some type of alleged affair i just i can't speak to that but you see the laughter you see them all laughing that was just like the scott walker second debate we don't need a apprentice in the white house all the big donors the fat cats are all laughing and high-fiving each other and stick a fork in scott walker Boris Epstein, uh, your th- I don't want to spend a lot of time on this with you, but just uh, thoughts, observations, and I want to get into meaningful what happened in New York and what's happening in Georgia in the polling, sir. Uh, t- talk to me about your thoughts about the Scott Walker-Ron DeSantis analogy. Steve, honored to be with you, honored to be with the posse. And the analogy actually goes further. It's Scott Walker, but it's also Jeb Bush. We need somebody who's tough in the White House. And President Trump absolutely annihilating low-energy Jeb. Here's the bottom line, okay? Ron DeSantis, just like he likely expected, went up there and said something stupid. He attempted a stupid little jab, and then as all the kids are saying, he effed around and he found out. President Trump dropped a bomb on his face. And by the way, Ron, from what I'm hearing, not so sure that you don't know anything about personal issues. Just going to leave it there. Just going to leave it there. But the broader point is this. The broader point hey, is hey, that... Hey, 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 you're in the war room. Hold it. You're in the war room. Stay classy. Stay classy. I mean, this is, that's okay. why I stay. That's why I just stay, dropped it. No, stay, just, stay, just like, stay. Just like, you know, we got morning... When we I'm glad, morning by the way, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad President Trump took my advice. I put up on Getter when the first one I said, stay classy. They did take it down, and then he put it back up with even more, more ammo. Well, but, but so, see, thank see, glad you're glad. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're paying attention to Marlon. It, it may have been a technical issue. The visual didn't go up. You have to make sure the visual is up. Okay. Here's the thing, Ron is, and I'm getting I'm getting this message from a lot of folks on the ground in Florida. Ron's not in his comfort zone. This guy's not a game day player. He doesn't know what to do. I mean, look at his election. He almost looked. He almost lost to a crack addict who was caught in some motel with a male prostitute, okay? That's who Ron almost got beaten by, by a hair, okay? And then he, could be, he beat Charlie Crist, who's a Republican, he's a Democrat, he's a Democrat, he's a Republican, okay? So, and now, you know what? We've been, we've been nice, we've kind of, you know, been playing around. Here's the bottom line. You want to come at us, Ron? You want to come at us with your fat cat donors and your little nasally voice? Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to find out. And you know what, Steve? It's not about the little back and forth or whatever. It's all about the yeah. fact that the American people stand with President Trump. They stand against weaponization. They stand against woke, radical persecutors. That's what it's all about. And on a day, and let's be honest, in five days now, or in three months or in five months, when the governor of Florida could have come out and shown strength, he showed exactly who he is. Yeah. And this is why the sanctimonious turns over staff week to week, month to month, is anybody still around? Ron DeSantis was around in 2018. I will give $1,000 to anybody who names one senior staffer who's still with Ron from 2018. And if you look at President Trump, look around the room, Steve. 
Jason Miller, Stephen Chung, Dan Scavino, Brian yeah. Jack, Susie Watts, yeah. humbly myself. We're still here fighting. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Um, it's, t- it's about America. Talk to me about, about talk people. to me about, is is Alvin Bragg going to show up on Thursday to the House? He's been um, he's been uh, uh, he's been asked to attend for a I guess a deposition. I don't even know if it's a hearing. I think it's answered questions. It's a, it's, it's, Alvin it's an on the record, up? under oath deposition, and it has a huge credit, huge credit, going to uh, Jim Jordan, huge credit, going to James Comer, huge credit, going to Elise Stefanik, yes. Huge credit. I have a huge credit going to Kevin McCarthy and huge credit going to the chair of the administration committee who himself came up absolutely huge on this, uh, Brian Steele. So these are stars. Jim Jordan coming out strong, demanding information and on-the-record testimony from Bragg. Again, joined by Comer Steele, Elise Stefanik, who's been a total champion. And yes, Kevin McCarthy. Kevin has been very, very strong on this. Speaker McCarthy has come in strong and tough. Real quickly, because I know you got to bounce. Uh, Georgia, they're saying today they got conspiracy. They got twenty charges. Uh, you, you, of course, they went to a grand jury. They can't charge anybody. That's it's just a small technicality. Now they got to start over again. Uh, talk to me about Georgia. Special, the quote unquote special grand jury that doesn't mean anything. Another total witch hunt. And what you see now from Congress is that not only are they are they demanding Brad come in. Under oath, they're going to be looking at the funding. Jonathan Allen putting out a powerhouse piece on NBC. They're going to be looking at funding of all these state and local persecutors who are using government federal funds to go after President Trump, go after MAGA, go after the American people. Their time is now. Their time is and time for answers. The American people are not putting up with it. Are we going to get this 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 out of control a DA down in Fulton County? Is she going to get the Alvin Bragg treatment? Is she going to get called up to Congress? She absolutely should, a thousand percent, she should be right in line right after Alvin Bragg. And hey, as I've been saying, let's hope Alvin Bragg still gets the religion about him. Let's, say get, let's hope he gets some logic and yeah. doesn't do the wrong thing. We know there's tough testimony for no, Bragg coming in Bra- Bra- as we speak. Yeah. Bra- Bragg, Bragg should understand in Fulton County, no more free shots on goal. Day's over, okay? New, new, new game, okay? We're not going to, no more free shots on goal. Just going to sit there with your source back donors and all your, all your, and your couple of handful of radical, when people even in your office saying don't do this, uh, a couple of handful of radical attorneys, no free shots on goal. We've kind of had it with that. Boris, where do people get your social media? No doubt about it, Steve. We're in the fight. We're fighting all over the country. We're fighting for America. President Trump is the only leader who can save America, make America great again. My information, the website is borisep.com. Hot, sign up right now, borisep.com. Hot on Getter at borisep, on Twitter at borisep, hot on True Social at Boris, and the hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong, God bless all offense, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, uh, Boris, for all your updates. Let's go to D.C. Drano. Uh, D.C., talk to me about your assessment of Ron DeSantis. had the whole weekend to work on this. What's your assessment of how he pulled it off today? I think it's a tough day when you get outflanked to the right by Kevin McCarthy, um, you know, which was which was very surprising. I listen, I haven't said a a bad thing about DeSantis, uh, despite being an open, you know, Trump supporter endorsing him for 2024. But today was the first day that I I let loose. Uh, I was very let down, not not even for 2024, but for 2028, that he would cower like this and and not rise to the moment. This is a slam dunk. This one's so easy. Like I said, that even Kevin McCarthy has gotten it right, which, you know, I, I got to give him a lot of credit lately. But and I went back and I looked, 
you know, what did uh, DeSantis say when the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago? I was like, I'm pretty sure he had a tough stance there. And he said the raid of Mar-a-Lago, he tweeted this probably that night, didn't wait 72 hours. The raid of Mar-a-Lago is another escalation in the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's political opponents while people like Hunter Biden get treated with kid gloves. Now the regime is getting another 87,000 IRS agents to wield against its adversaries, question mark, banana republic, right? That's Ron DeSantis. What we heard today was Paul Ryan. That was Paul Ryan. That was the donor class. Uh, that was a terrible time to take a cheap shot at President Trump, no matter who is the lead Republican candidate. They're going to come up with all the crazy, salacious porn star accusations they can against anybody. You could, you know, look what they did to Mitt Romney and the guy has never even drank a beer. So, uh, you know, just just a big letdown today. And and I hope he, you know, comes back from this. On, on the plus side, the one good thing to come out of today is that Florida has a great governor for the next four years without any risk of him leaving. Uh DC, the, uh, the or is he now totally controlled by the consultants and the big donors? Because that's clearly what it was. They how did that happen over the last couple of months? Tell me, tell me, walk me through. Because you guys in Florida, as I am, I'm very high on Governor DeSantis as a governor. I think he's done a terrific job. But what happened here? I think they they got to him, and that 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 was the biggest letdown today. Because I saw what happened. I know this guy. And again, like I said, I want President Trump in 2024. But I said, that's not Ron. And if he will take a knee in an easy slam dunk situation like this, how is he going to you know, jump up to the big leagues? How is he going to lead us through World War III? How is he going di- to disassemble the deep state? How is he going to withstand the onslaught of lawsuits and indictments and accusations when you're actually the guy in charge? And and that was the biggest letdown because because we haven't seen this in Florida. We haven't seen him back down like this. Um, and, and I think, frankly, it's just him going on his presidential tour across the country, even though he's, you know, technically not because he's still governor. But, uh, you know, and, and just just trying to to play to the donor class, play to the middle, just just terrible advice. When he sticks with his instincts, he's on fire. He doesn't need 72 hours to prepare a statement. He can go right then and there. He knows the right answer. This was, hey, Ron, you finally got a hit back at him. Terrible advice, terrible timing. And two, you got to call this a sideshow. If President Trump treated his request for an endorsement in 2018 as a sideshow, we'd have a meth head as the governor of Florida right now, but he didn't. This is a war. This is a war against a Marxist invasion of our government, and we need all hands on deck, boots on the ground every step of the way, because otherwise these political persecutions are going to metastasize, and they're going to come after each and every one of us, just like they already have been. Brilliant. Uh, How do people, what are your coordinates, sir? How do people follow you on social media? DC underscore Drano on all of them, back on Twitter. Filing in the Supreme Court, O'Hanley v. Weber, represented by Harmeet Dillon. We got the smoking gun emails where they, the government sent emails to Twitter requesting I be censored. So stay tuned. Uh, around September, October is when we expect things to get hot. Sir, honored to have you on here. One of the top young voices in the MAGA movement and a brilliant analysis day. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. We're going we're gonna to come back. we got Senator Mastriano, but Richard Barris. I'm going to come back. Richard Barris got some polling, but more importantly, Richard cut to the heart of it today. This was, uh, this was Governor DeSantis's, um Scott Walker moment. Scott Walker moment. 
Scott Walker's campaign essentially ended on that stage. We're going to take a short commercial break. We've got Senator Mastriano with really amazing hearing in Pennsylvania today. And of course, we've got the Richard Bear. Short break. We're going to be back in a moment. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Citizens, the headlines are getting worse and worse day after day. It seems like Armageddon could be just around the corner. That's why I highly recommend you stock up on emergency food right away. You already know you're going to need this food someday. Why not get it now before it's too late? Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and stock up on their popular three-month emergency food kit. When you do, you'll also get $200 worth of rugged survival gear as a free bonus. You'll need this gear when things fall apart. The grid goes down. and any other time, you need to fend for yourself by yourself. To see what you get, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Your $200 of free bonus gear comes with each three-month emergency food kit you order and includes free shipping. That way, your whole family can be prepared. Don't delay. Act now. And sleep better knowing your family won't suffer when disaster strikes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and enjoy free shipping. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back, uh, Richard Barris. Uh, by the way, I think we just found you just got us the clip. Uh, t- talk to us one more time about the dis- about the Scott Walker moment and the DeSantis moment today. Yeah, when you run that clip, look at Jeb Bush's smug smile. And when uh, Walker said, you know, Mr. Trump, we don't need an apprentice. It was a canned line, uh, you know, the right out of the, the work of George Will's wife. They had it teed up and ready to go. Everyone thought it would be this pivotal moment where Walker could take back some of the uh, he was leading for a while before Trump came on the scene. He was leading in Iowa and New Hampshire before Donald Trump. He's the only presidential candidate in modern history on the right uh, to be able to look like he could take both those states. So he was strong. By this time, they're scrambling to stop Donald Trump, Steve. And he's looking for this canned, uh, he, he's looking to really deliver this zinger, this canned zinger. Everyone in the audience that are donors, you know, the big donors, the fat cats, they loved it. They are applauding. They're out of their seat, some of them. Uh, Trump wouldn't let it stand. He started firing back. But, you know, they thought that was a real key moment. Everyone on Fox News, CNN, The Wall Street Journal, everyone ran it. Everyone ran it like it was going to be a big thing. All the pundits agreed it was brilliant, and he was dead two days later. His campaign was dead. Uh, So it it just goes to show the disconnect. I'm looking at that clip today with Ron DeSantis, and I'm thinking, I know this. I've seen this story before. I've seen this movie. Scott Walker. That's what he did to himself today. Do you think think, uh, DeSantis hurt himself? You heard D.C. Drainer was one of the most— powerful influences out there. Do you think he hurt himself even for 28 with this uh, episode today? This is, this is bad. This is, I, uh, I can't wait to dig into the interviews uh, tonight. He had already been falling. People were wondering, voters, his supporters, surrogates were wondering, what are you doing? Why haven't you said anything? Uh, this is going to, you know, it, it, it's going to reaffirm what Trump and his supporters think about you. You have to say something. We were getting hammered. I told Jonathan Swan on Twitter this from The New York Times. It's not just Trump allies. This was his donors calling me all day, his supporters calling me all day. Uh, you know, oh God, he's going to fall in the polls. And I had already been polling. And I'm like, well, I'll show you right now. He's falling already. 
So after today, Steve, this is this is this is bad. So talk to me. Talk to me about what your polling has shown so far. I know you're updating this constantly. Walk us through the the math. Yeah. So Trump has ranged in our nomination polling from a low of about 43 percent. And I went back and looked. We had not had him as high as some other people who had him at around 55 to 56 other pollsters. Uh, we had him only at 51 point. He hit 52. So, you know, really kind of, um, yeah, majority, but not, you know, soaring, definitely dominant, but not soaring yesterday. Uh, when we opened up for interviews and started polling, he hit 60 percent and he held it all night. He held it all night. DeSantis fell uh, below 20, which is bad in and of itself. But he's going to end up in this poll when it's said and done, Steve, because he's going to today did not help him. He's going to end up at 15, maybe 15, a low of 15, a high of 18. If he's lucky, it's bad. It's bad. That, and that's from 29. DeSantis was at 29 before uh, that. It's that collapse. This is why people have to understand, too. That's why he flip flopped on Ukraine. That's why he came out and they decided they had to do something. He was already falling. Uh, Disney, I understand people want to take a victory lap on Disney. A lot of voters, and I saw it that way as well, that was a fold. That was a cave. That was not a big win. And people didn't see it that way. So he's been having his support chipped away at now for a while. But over the weekend, this was just like a make or break moment in the minds of GOP primary voters. And, you know, will it hurt him? And John Frederick's before. These are important questions. Will they ever if he was the nominee, would they ever vote for him? We asked that question, Steve. It's bad. Yeah. Only 70 percent of Trump's vote is counted on to show up for the Republican nominee. I mean, when you look at the ethnicities behind them, it was just Harry Enten yeah. just about this in CNN. He is crushing it uh, with Hispanic working class. He is crushing it with uh, working men, black men under 45. For a Republican candidate, it's and these numbers are very impressive. He's not the nominee. They don't come out to vote. They don't. It's that simple. Uh, I will say that right now. Uh, just getting these people yeah, out. Yeah. I've said that before. Uh, Richard, fantastic work. You're gonna you're gonna poll again tonight to find out about this sixty number tonight and tomorrow. When, when we when when are you gonna have these results? Every other every morning or every other morning? Yeah, no. Basically, tonight we're gonna wrap up the interviews from this one. You know, it's three day basically rolling average. We'll wrap it up tonight and then uh, tomorrow uh, we'll have it out probably you know as soon as I can. But uh, you know, I'm hoping to get it out by tomorrow because we want to keep this you know, a rolling average. So, um, yeah, this is all eyes tonight, Steve, for me. It does he stay at 60. And if he does, uh, or if he doesn't, is it, is it far from 60? I just, at this point, this is so decisive. <laughs> you look at the trend yeah. Yeah. and it, it's Ron hurt himself badly. Well, and for those, well, you know, and, 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 and Trump's get and Trump's getting on po policy. He's focused on policy with these videos, which I think is fantastic. Also Harry Enten, you named it. You called it. He dominates on the conservative and Republican side and the MAGA side with the with the minorities, Hispanic, African American, Asian. Boom! Trump's up two thirds. It was like two thirds of the of the minority vote on the conservative yeah, he, side. He's dominating everywhere. Yeah, uh, Richard, fantastic work. I want to have you. We're going to have you back on as soon as you get the update on this to see if Trump stays at sixty or even breaks. If you're at sixty, it's over. Right? It's prohibitive favorite. And the people have elves have gotten zero traction. 
He did not have this what, in 2016. In 2016, he did not have this dominance, even when he was the clear front runner and he was already taking states. He still oh, didn't get to this me. point. You know it. This, you know it. This, this, time, this, time, this time in 2015, right, it would have been the same in 2015, Scott Walker had just come out of that situation in, in Iowa, the Steve King, Dave Bossie, that Scott Walker was up. Trump was, I mean, Trump was in fourth or fifth place. He wasn't. Wait. He wasn't in the. He wasn't even the top tier. Not until he Wait. came down the escalator. He wasn't even the top right. tier. Yeah, and by the time they got okay, to that brother. debate, thank you. Pretty scrambling to stop him, and they made an unforced error. You would have thought they, you know, they'd learn, Steve. But they're just so tone deaf. They don't understand the Republican voter, and they make these errors. They don't. They don't understand MAGA because they look down their nose at MAGA. They look down their nose at this audience. They think these people breathe through their mouths. They're knuckle draggers. They don't. They don't get it. They That's they've right. never gotten, and they're not interested in getting it. Here's the thing: they're not interested in getting it because they right. treated you like hobbits for so many de- no so many decades because you always show up. It's the 20th anniversary of shock and awe in Iraq, where your sons and daughters died on those foreign battlefields. You paid for it with your tax dollars, and you went and rang doorbells. They just they completely owned you. But now you're awakened. You're in the army of the awakened, and you don't have to take it anymore. Richard Barris, thank you very much. How do people, Richard, how do people get to People's Pundit? How do they get to your site? Best places on local, Steve, peoplespundit.locals.com. But I'm on Getter, at People's Pundit. Locals is where it's at, though, especially if you want to follow the polling. That'll be the first place anybody sees anything. Thank you, brother. Fantastic work. Um, let's play the cold open for Colonel Doug Mastriano, this incredible hearing today. Let's go ahead and play it. I've served in a complex, inter-service, inter-agency, multinational organizations. There's always somebody, even if, if it's consent around the table, there's always somebody that pulls a the trigger. There's always somebody that says, okay, we're going to do this. And uh, I find it hard to believe that the local fire chief would be the one making the decision to ignite, to, set, to send an explosion off to ignite uh, eight car loads worth of toxic chemicals. So I, I, what, we, what both myself and Senator Muth are after is who gave the nod and the authorization specifically? Who was the trigger man? Who was the guy that said, yes, we're going to do this after going around the table or what have you? Who was the individual that made a decision? Senator, thank you for that question. I understand your point. My understanding is, is that the unified command was aligned on this. And it was ultimately the decision of the incident commander and fire chief in conjunction with Governor DeWine, who was there as well. And what role, since you're just mere feet from the Pennsylvania border, especially when you dug that trench, which I surmise you built towards the east, because if you built the trench west to dump the chemicals into, it would have been downtown East Palestine. No question was asked to the Shapiro administration on their thoughts about this then. Senator, my understanding is there were um, state and local authorities from Pennsylvania there as well. And I can tell you that my understanding is that Governor DeWine was in direct contact with Governor Shapiro. So in this guard, we received testimony that indicated on the prior to the decision to ignite these catastrophic toxic chemicals, it was one car's worth of, of toxins that were discussed. Uh, Director Padfield said the next day he was told eight uh, cars w- would be burned in the end. Additionally, he said the analysis said that the, t- the toxic elements released in this, this burn, which is never controlled, this burn, uh, initially the slide from Norfolk Southern, we're told, was 70% toxins, phosgene, and other uh, very dangerous chemicals. And the next day he said only 1% would, would be uh, 
uh, toxic chemicals as a result of the burn. I don't know where these num numbers came from. We definitely need to get our hands on that. I, kn I do know we subpoenaed this, this data here. Will you be forthcoming and be able to provide us with this data, as well as the names of all those involved in this decision-making uh, cycle? I, I know that local fire chief was not the guy on the ground making the final decision on this. There's as allegations last week in Congress that this was more a business decision to get the trains running again rather than it was best for the safety of the people. If it was for the safety of the people, the soil would have been removed and, and the chemicals would have been removed without a burn you know, as much as possible. And so I, we need to know who pulled the trigger. So who exactly was the guy or gal behind the scenes there? And the unified command instructor said, yeah, we need to do this. And then went around the table, asked for everyone's consent. Senator, the, the Unified Command, my understanding, was aligned around the decision. It was led by the incident commander, um, who was speaking very closely with Governor DeWine. What role did you play in, in the, authorized, the authorization to release and, and then detonate this vent and burn? Senator, the role of Norfolk Southern throughout the process was to be as transparent as possible and provide as much information to unified command about the situation. Uh, Brother Shaw's got to get better lawyers. When you go in front of a guy like Doug Mastriano, who's been in the rooms when those kind of decisions are made, you, you got to be better prepped. That uh, Colonel Mastriano, I don't know if it's his arrogance or just his stupidity or just Norfolk Southern's culture, but he was not ready for your... Uh, your quite sharp questions, by the way, much sharper than they asked in Congress, because you cut to the heart of the matter. Were you um, were you satisfied with the responses you got, Senator Mastriano? I was not. And thanks again for having me back, Steve. You know, this issue is not dead. And I, I don't know what's so hard about ask, you know, asking and getting information, Steve, on who exactly is part of this unified command. I mean, you know, and you know, in a military organization, we have a crisis. We know who's going to sit there, and the commander has no gripes about naming who they are. So hiding behind the, the, these words, experts and unified command, is not a satisfactory answer. Somebody said, we're going to do this, maybe went around the table like we do in NATO, but somebody's going to be the, the guy making it happen, and I'm not satisfied. I, I don't buy it that the East Palestine, Ohio fire chief was the one with the last word on this here. It just not does not add up. We're talking about an $8 billion a year company. We have the EPA there. We have, you know, two governors or the reps there, and you're going to defer down to a fire chief? It doesn't make sense. Uh, Senator, can you hang over a second? We want to go through the break and bring you back. We've also got some other clips from you and a very powerful uh Senate uh, testimony today in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the CEO of uh, Sh the CEO Shaw from Norfolk Southern, giving um, quite unsatisfactory answers. I hope he knows that it was under the penal penalty of perjury that he gave those answers because it's it it's strange credulity to think that a CEO of a company's got a fifty four billion dollar market cap, I think eight billion in revenue can sit there and actually point to the fire chief as the guy that authorized it. Do you think any CEO would depend upon the fire chief to make a decision that could land you in jail for criminal neglect? Short commercial break. Back with Colonel Doug Mastriano, the state senator from Commonwealth of Pennsylvania in a moment. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned sad to say, 
but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to itargetpro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com, offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. The new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, welcome back, uh, Colonel Mastriano. By the way, we're going up on Getter nonstop. Uh, we're doing a. Uh, we just did some live streams during the day. I think I'm doing Royce White tonight, tomorrow. I will live stream all the Royce Whites. Royce White's got another episode tonight that Grace and Mo will be up. So uh, Jane, everybody, they're putting stuff up continually. Colonel Mastriano, you're so far ahead of where Washington is in this, and this is because they don't care about the people in East Palestine. Or Western Pennsylvania that this went on. And it, it just beggars belief that a CEO of a major company can sit there under oath and tell you, look you in the eye and tell you uh, that the fire chief. First off, if you were the CEO, let me just tell you how the world works. If you're the CEO and you have eight tanker cars and you've only told people it was one, but you have eight tanker cars, a hazardous material, and you got to burn it. And, of course, your internal guys are saying, hey, you're going to let off – a hundred times more phosgene gas than they used on the first day of the Somme, right? Uh, you, you're not depending upon the fire chief. You understand that won't stand up. That That's not good enough. You, you know that you've got to get authority from somebody actually in charge that has command authority in that unified command, of which he refuses to name any names, and he, and he kind of tries to slide away. So the question is, Colonel Mastriano, you're like a dog with a bone here. Where, where are you going with this investigation? I want answers. I want the truth. Uh, everyone that testified today, Steve, was under oath. I want to know who was in on the decision-making cycle here. Uh, I want to know if this was a, a decision based more on a business model of getting the trains running again rather than the safety of the people. I, I mean, and, and these aren't just things out there. The fact is people that live in town told me when the emergency order was lifted, trains were moving in within minutes of that. And, and they laid tracks on contaminated soil. I mean, you just can't make this stuff up. I want all the documents that I requested under the subpoena power that I have from the state of Pennsylvania. And uh, finally, but most importantly, I want the people in Western Pennsylvania and Eastern Ohio getting the aid and assistance that they must have to get out of town or to test their, their, their animals and test their, their soil and water. Because uh, right now, this one mile radius, this random circle that they drew the circumference is just not enough. 
No, to get in the data. Are they are they forthcoming with the data or information, or has it been hard to 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 get them to give you what you need? In some areas, they're pretty forthcoming. I mean, I got like a thousand documents that, that we've you know been going through the past week. But the stuff we need, like like the testing results from the uh, air and the soil and the water, they have not released that data to me, and they're hiding behind you know it's under an NTSB investigation. I, I think that's a, a, a facious argument at best. So release the data, be forthcoming. Don't hide behind all these attorneys. Don't make the same mistakes that so many companies have done in the past. Be aggressive be forthcoming, be generous, help the people as they need it, and then things will turn out better in the end. But right now, they got a long way to go for to be uh, transparent. Since your jurisdiction is the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, has Shapiro or his EPA director, were they, have they admitted, were they part of the unified command? Have they stepped forward? And or the district EPA uh, head administrator for the federal government, because it's broken down by districts. Has, has anyone associated with the EPA or the Shapiro administration come forward and, and been forthcoming with documents and testimony about their involvement in any authority that they gave anybody. So about a month ago, you had John Fredericks giving you live updates. And, and that's when I had the Shapiro administration in addition, in addition to the victims, uh, you know, the, the eyewitnesses. Uh, and yes, elements of the Shapiro administration were fed information, according to our Pennsylvania Emergency Management uh, Director, uh, Randy Padfield. Uh, apparently, well, he said that our governor was in on the loop on this. I do know that my governor was distracted. He had the Grammys that he was jetting off to, and then later on the Super Bowl and the Skybox seats. So I don't think his mind was fully on the gravity of how serious this was. Colonel Mastriano, how can people follow you and find out more about this intense investigation you're doing into the release, uh, both the, the both the the controlled release, quote unquote, into the onto the ditch where the chemicals all leaked out into the soil. And then the second part, the controlled burn, or we call it an uncontrolled burn, into the atmosphere. How, how can people follow you on this? So on this subject, go to SenatorDougMastrana.com. The videos, links, articles are there. And uh, thank you, Steve, for keeping this story alive. It, it's going to be something that haunts this administration uh, in, in the next decade or two. No, this, the folks in East Palestine and in Western Pennsylvania, the hardworking folks up there, it's, it's, it's not acceptable what happened. They, they, no. They, the reason they did it like this is that they just they think these people are trash and it doesn't that doesn't matter what you do. Well, we're we're going to show them that's not right. We're actually going to East Palestine next week Good. with John Fredericks, Real America's Voice, all of it. So, Colonel Mastriano, thank you. Thank you so much for joining thank us. Right there, you see with Mastriano, that's how you ask a question. That's how you box the guy in. You ask a tough question. You get him on the record or where it's supposed to be. Uh, make sure you get up on Getter. Couple other things I want to take care of. Some housekeeping. Uh, Mo, you want to join us? And I think Mo, you're going to stay through the break uh, as we shift over to, to Memphis from our Denver feed to our Memphis feed. So just hang on for a second. MyPillow.com promo code War Room. Go there right now. MyPillow 2.0. You got to sleep the sleep of the just on the products of MyPillow. They've got sales all over the place. Massive discounts on slippers. Massive discounts on other inventory clearance sales they're doing. But you want the MyPillow 2.0. That's what you need. MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free. Do it today on MyPillow.com. Promo code WARM. you got the whole square right there. You see everything. And they're always putting up special deals in our square all the time. Um, also, as the financial system melts down, we're going to get more than that in the next hour. Make sure you go to Birchgold. Birchgold.com. Totally free. The Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Totally free. You get the third installment of the end of the dollar empire. You don't think it's ending? 
five hours a day, she and Putin in a, in a meeting in Moscow. And hey, their number one objective is not about Ukraine. Their number one objective is taking down the U.S. dollar and the power of the United States of America. So make sure you understand it. The debt trap is the third in the series. It'll explain to you so much of what's going on right now in our in the meltdown of our financial system. So make sure you go check it out, birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get it free. Also, you can get any information kit you want. Immerse yourself in knowledge now about what fiat currency is. It's time that you understood uh, this rolling devaluation they're doing to pay for all this because that's what they're going to do. Remember, at the end of the day, as uh, today is the 20th anniversary of the assault into Iraq, it all comes down to your shoulders. You pay the taxes, your sons and daughters go serve and often die on foreign battlefields to support this entire neoliberal, neocon order, which is now crashing around you. Okay, short break. We're going to be back in a moment. Captain Ben is going to join us. We've got a couple of surprises. I think Dave Walsh is going to join us. We're going to get into it all of what's happening today, economics, geopolitics, maybe even talk a bit, little bit about President Trump. All next in the War Room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. Dot com All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67% and do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. 